Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. I, uh, we're going on day four, I think, day three of Copenhagen. It burns. Like, when you put it in your lip, this, this stuff, it, like, burns. I think there's fiberglass in it. I don't know. That could have been, like, an old wives' tale, but I remember, like, hearing, like, there's, like, little tiny pieces of fiberglass that, like, cut your lip so that it gets, like, absorbed, the nicotine gets into your bloodstream. I could be full of crap, but that's what I've heard. Um, had a great dinner last night with a new friend, my buddy Jacob. Uh, he's a chiropractor here in Portland. We've been meeting a meet up for a while. I don't know if he listens or not. You know, I think he brought up the podcast once. Um, but uh, had a great dinner with him last night. Got some good sleep. Woke up this morning and, uh, you know, scooped my daughter up. I was about to leave and I heard, nah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll go get her. So I got her out of her little sleep suit. She's just smiling away. Dude, she's insane. She is feral right now. It's hilarious. So she, uh, she's learning how to flip over. So when she's on her back, she's got it down now. She'll flip over onto her tummy. And she's trying to learn how to flip over back onto her back. And when she's on her tummy, dude, this is this is 100% my kid. She, like, gets so frustrated. She doesn't cry. She goes, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> she's like... I gotta get a video of it. It's literally the funniest thing in the world. Like she just sounds so mad, so frustrated. And I let her lay there. You know, Geneva will try to come and scoop her up. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let her figure it out. Yeah, it does. When she starts to cry, obviously we get her. You know what I mean? But I like to watch her. You know, try to figure it out. And that's how she's gonna learn. That's how she's gonna learn. You know. So uh, it's really, really cute. But uh, I was just thinking, man. Um, I don't know how long today's episode will be. But I was just thinking, you know, I, I had some uh, praise music playing on my way to the gas station to get my energy drink. And uh, Revelation song, uh, the one by Carrie something. It's a live version. It's my favorite. What's up with the Subarus lately? It's like, oh, you want to talk about God? Here, let's agitate you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, shout out Richie. Richie and Christina. Richie's a listener, a very devout listener who shared many episodes of mine. Richie in Jersey. I get a I get a call from an old friend, Christina, last night. She's like, FaceTime me. I was on my way back from dinner. And I'm like, alright. I, I, I haven't talked to Christina in, a, in a, quite some time. I just did a letter of recommendation for her, but that was months ago. And uh, I, I answer it. And it's Richie. I was blown away. So thank you, Richie. I appreciate you, man, um, for faith, thinking of me, you and Christina, and FaceTiming me. That meant the world to me. It was great to see your guys' faces. That was awesome. But, uh, you know, I was thinking, and, and this is for, I want you guys to listen to me very carefully. You know, and I talk about this a lot, and I want to not be braggadocious but, uh, you know, I just, uh, I, I, I was thinking about God's blessings on my life. And, 
you know, just being able to go to nice dinners, business dinners, and, and take friends out to dinner, and just, you know, I was thinking, uh, you know, again, back to last week, you know, just how, you know, some unexpected things happen, you know, with the car, now, Geneva's brakes are shot, those are going to need to get done, and, you know, I, I remember saying last week, I'm like, I don't know how normal people are surviving, and I just think about, and God could take everything from me tomorrow, you know what I mean? Like he did to Job. No, no, I'm not comparing my righteousness to Job's at all. Job is a far better man than I. But, um, you know, I was thinking about these things and just how blessed I am. And when you, it's, it's tough because it borders on self-deprecation as well. Because I just look at how much of a screw-up I am. And... And we all are, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not saying that like I'm, you know, like, oh, I'm a piece of trash. Like, we're all pieces of trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're all trash. We all suck. You know, it's like that. It's like that, um, that meme with the raccoon. You know what I mean? We're all trash. We're all down here on Earth living in our filth. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the truth. It's the reality. There is no good person. No, not one. It says there's nobody. Nobody's good. There's people that are good in a relative sense, but that's like this trash is less stinky than this trash. You know what I mean? Like the bag full of diapers. That's oh, I gotta take that out. Oh no! The bag full of diapers at the bottom of my, of my bin in the garage that are just marinating in Dookie. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not looking forward to taking that out, man. I just, I got to do that in the chicken coop. It's going to be a poopy day today, man. It's going to be a real poopy day. <laughs> oh, God. Um, when I take those out, uh, you know, that bag of poopy diapers is definitely more stinky than the trash at the top. But the trash on the top isn't something I want to rub on my body. You know what I mean? So when I say we're, we're all bad and we all suck... I don't mean you suck. I just mean we're all fallen. We're depraved. We sin. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm just thinking about God's blessing on my life and his hand in my life and how I've just seen him take care of me time and time and time and time again. And it's like whenever, like, it's, it's kind of like watching arrows. Like if I was on a castle wall this is the best way I can think of describing it right now at least. If I was on a castle wall and, you know, I was the king king of the castle uh, and uh, I saw a volley of arrows flying at me and I'm on the castle wall it's like, it'd be like a, you know, like some out of Lord of the Rings like a wizard casts a spell and a, an invisible shield pops up and all the arrows just bounce off like right before they hit the castle. I can't tell you how many times that's happened in my life. You see the arrows coming. This is when you have God's protection in favor, which I hope I have those. I pray for those things. I'm not saying I deserve those things. Um, I just, I try to be very careful about making broad sweeping statements when it comes to God. Uh, because, because, <laughs> because, let's just leave it at that. It's when you have God's protection in your life, you'll see that, like, you'll see the arrow coming. You're going to experience fear. 
you're going to anticipate pain. And then it seems at the last second, think it bounces off this invisible barrier. And that's God's protection. And I've seen that happen time and time again, especially over the past two and a half years. It's like, okay, here comes this big volley of arrows. Here's this article, whatever. And dink, 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 dink. And sometimes you'll see a return volley coming from your walls and it just completely decimates the enemy in front of you. And it's, I just, I, I, I always think of that for uh, that verse, be still and know that I am God. And uh, I just got goosebumps. Be still and know that I am God. How powerful is that? Because we have a tendency, I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. We have a tendency in our lives, especially if you're built like me. I just did this personality test. I'm an ENTP. I don't remember. Um, I posted it on my Instagram. Uh, but I'm like in the, I'm like 1% of the population. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci was what I am. Um, Nikolai Tesla. Uh, a lot of inventors. A lot of actors. A lot of uh, uh, um, social activists. Martha Martin Luther King Jr. Although he was a bad dude. He was. He was, he was a communist. Okay, let's just get that out there. He was definitely a CIA plant. Uh, not saying that what he stood for and talked about wasn't good. Uh, but just there's two sides to everybody. There's two. There's history is written by the winners. Just remember, listen. History is written by the victor. Okay? So whatever you're taught, there's always another side. But anyways... You know, I took this personality test, and um, you know, dude, it was too, it was so spot on. I did it on the um, Impulse app. It's an app you can download it. They've got like brain games on there. You can do an IQ test. I took an IQ test. I think I was 132. 132 was my IQ, which is pretty pretty high. <laughs> um, it, which is funny because that's the first time I've ever taken an IQ test, and it was just like matching patterns. I don't I don't know how that's necessarily a measure of intelligence. Like, I didn't even post that I was a 132 because I wasn't impressed with the test. I don't, you know, it's like Einstein, if you measure a fish's ability to climb a tree, you know what I mean? That's not a gauge of intelligence. I mean, I think it's a good general measure. I think that somebody with a super low IQ is probably, you know, you see low IQ behavior everywhere. Um, but anyways, you know, so I, I have a tendency to want to control and fix things. Control and fix. Like when something's, I was talking about this with Jacob last night. We were talking about women. And we were talking about how a lot of times women will bring you problems. Like my wife, she's like, my, my wife does this to me all the time. She'll, she'll start talking about something and I'll start to provide a solution. She'll be like, just let me. I'm like, oh, okay, this is one of those. Women sometimes just need to get it out. They're, they're not looking for a solution. So my wife, she'll be like this and this and this. I'm like, well, okay, so I'll just, I'll fix it. She's like, just let me. And whenever she says, just let me, I know that means she's not looking for me to fix it. She's looking for an ear to bend. And her husband's, which she always could do that. 
Um, <clears throat> so just let me, and I have to just sit there. And, no, I don't do that. But I'm like, I, I, I have 15 solutions running through my mind, you know. But I try my best to be present. Uh, it's so I'm a fixer. I'm, I'm an inventor. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm very much. Uh, you know, I've created a lot of businesses and companies and solutions and problem solving. It's just how I'm wired. And all this goes to say is that it's very difficult for me to just let go of the reins. And I know some of you are like me that are listening. It's very, it's very difficult to let go of the reins. You know, like I know my business point, one of my business partners that I turned the staffing company over to, Steph, you know, she's very much, I, I'd be interested to see her personality test because she's very much a fixer too. Um, and I know a lot of people that are like that. Steph is like the one example that pops into my head that listens a lot. So what's up, Steph? Um, I don't see very many Amish people in Maine. There are like four of them in a truck back there. <clears throat> I have a tendency to just want to fix, and it's very hard to relinquish control. But then I remember that verse, be still and know that I am God. And there are times in my life, and, and this is why being in tune with God's voice is so important because there are times in your life where you need to take action and that's your call and there's times in your life where you need to sit down and shut up you know what I mean and if you're not in tune with God if you don't have a relationship with God if you don't have a good prayer life with God which all three of those things could improve even for me especially for me uh, you're gonna you're gonna misstep and you're gonna act outside of uh, <clears throat> not in accordance with God's will like when I am victorious in a certain area of like when I'm going through something right now that I'm not going to speak on yet, uh, when I have victory in this area of my life, I have to think about how God wants me to react. And I know how I want to react. I know what I want to do. I want to take everybody to the cleaners, but I have to think honestly about what I, how I'm going because <laughs> so. My wife this morning, she's got Veggie Tales playing for Ada, and we don't let her watch a whole lot of TV at this stage. You know, I know the blue light's not good for her, but every once in a while, we'll let her watch something like uh, Little Einsteins or Veggie Tales, right? And she, she loves it, but I don't like her in front of screens. I won't let her look at phones yet. Like yesterday, she was looking over my shoulder. She, my wife had her. She was looking at my phone. She's like, "Look, Ada's looking at your phone." I shut it off. I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. We don't need that yet. She's got her whole life to stare at a screen." But uh, <laughs> the tomatoes talking to the cucumber about a little kid getting hit at school and saying that he wanted to respond by hitting back. And he's like, well, is that in accordance with what God wants us to do? In children's language. And I'm like, God, jeez, Geneva's like, hey, look. <laughs> like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll pray on it. Yo, but I just, uh, I, I'm so afraid of doing things against God's will because I just want to operate on easy mode. And that, I know that sounds contrarian to a lot of what I talk about, you know, suffering and all this, but I don't want to suffer as a result of going against God, okay? I would rather suffer in the gym. I'd rather suffer working 16-hour days to build another business. I do not want to suffer because I'm not doing what God wants me to do. Very different, very important distinction. Um, so, eat some of my rice. Rice Krispies is a great pre-workout, by the way. 
Um, I also like the, um, what are they called? Smart Sweets. Smart Sweets are good, too. Um, they got, like, Swedish sweat fish, um, peach rings, little watermelons. A little bit, I mean, honey's probably best. Uh, just take a big mouthful of honey before you work out. I used to have a bottle of honey in my car, and I ran out. I gotta get more. Um, man, sugar hurts my teeth so bad. I don't know why I can't tolerate sugar on my teeth. Probably because I don't need a lot of it. Hold on. My teeth hurt. But I don't want to suffer because I'm operating out of God's will. And anytime I've operated out of God's will, I've got Spartan kicked in the chest every single time. But God, I... The way I know God loves me, and this is going to sound a little messed up, but one of the ways I should say, other than his blessings on my life, that I know God loves me very, very much is how harshly he reprimands me. I get reprimanded very harshly. When I don't do what I am supposed to do, I'll have five or six major issues. Like things just go wrong. And it's like... It's like, all right, all right, all right, please. I get it, I get it, I get it. Uncle, uncle, you know what I mean? All right, all right, I'm sorry. Because I have a tendency to think like, uh, I have a tendency to think that I could somehow muscle things into being the way that I want them to be. And it's like, when, uh, who was it that wrestled God? Jacob? It's like wrestling God. You're gonna get, you're gonna, you stock, you know what I mean? <laughs> Would they wrestle for like a day straight? I gotta go back and polish up that story. That's a good one. But I don't know. I guess as I pull into the gym, I guess all this goes to say, man, is that you wanna be in God's, you wanna operate in God's will. And the lesson is the only way that you're able to do that successfully is by having a good prayer life. That's something I need to, because there's a lot of grays for me. Sometimes I don't have like clear answers and I think that they could be way clearer if I spent more time in prayer. So recently, like my meditation has been, let my heart commune with yours. You know, that's what I've been asking for is that I pray that my heart would commune with yours, Lord God, all day long. It says we're supposed to pray without ceasing, that doesn't mean that you're, you know, walking around with your head down all day long, but what it does mean is that you have an open line of communication with God all day. Imagine how good your thoughts would be if you had an open line of communication with God all day long. Um, to any of my listeners that aren't a Christian, I just, I aren't Christians, I just really want to urge you you know, you don't know when your time is coming. And the biggest thing I hear is, how can a loving God send his creation to hell? And the, the, the very strict, harsh answer I want to give you is, who is the clay to ask the potter? You know what I mean? Well, that's unfair. Well, life's, life's unfair. The universe is unfair and it's uncaring. You know what I mean? But God isn't. 
God gave his only son as a sacrifice. You know, not only did Jesus go through the physical pain of being flogged till his bones were exposed and then crucified. Like, do look like there's a pretty good paper. I'll have to find it on a scientific analysis on the agony and excruciating nature of crucifixion. And that alone is, is enough to make you just fall on your knees. But it's the fact that the for every, think of every misdeed you've ever committed times a trillion. Because it's all of the bad things that everybody's ever done from, from Hitler to to the little old lady who lied to her husband. <laughs> All of that was foisted upon Christ on the cross. And Jesus bore so much sin for us that God in his righteousness had to turn away from his son. Oh God, oh God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus cried out. And then Jesus went to hell to get the keys. And it's like, I know some of you are going to say this sounds ridiculous. And it says the cross is foolishness to those that are perishing. I just want to warn you. There's somebody I'm talking to, like I've said before. That if it sounds foolish to you, you're so far gone that you're just basically perishing. You're almost, you're a dead man or dead woman walking. And I would urge you although prayer may be clunky and uncomfortable and you don't know how to do it, I would, I would urge you to pray that God would create a clean heart within you and bring you to Christ. That you would cry out for mercy and grace. Because if you don't, you know, I don't know what hell is. I don't know if hell's actual fire and torment all day long. Or if hell, I've talked about it before, is just a separation from God, which just has to be a constant state of sorrow, agony, and anxiety. I don't know. Uh, but I don't want to go there. And I don't want to find out. So, that's, that's just, I, I care about you guys and I love you guys. I do, I love each and every one of you that listen to me. I love you very, very dearly. And many of you are my close friends. And I just uh, get emotional sitting here in the gym parking lot, man. Can't be crying here. What's the matter with me? My estrogen's high. No, I just love you guys. And the idea of losing any of you at all, the idea of losing any of you at all, there's my boy Malachi. He's going to see me crying in my car outside the gym. Uh, the idea of losing any of you at all is just a terrible, terrible, terrible thing, man. Uh, and it, it makes me very sad. I would rather be in eternal paradise with you guys kicking it. You know what I'm saying? I just can't wait to go ask questions. I, I've talked about this before. I'm going to wrap up. But I wonder, like, are we going to get all the knowledge at once? Or we always, you know, I, I, God is infinite. So that tells me we're going to be in a constant state of discovery. You know, a constant state of learning. Um, and I'm just excited for that. And I want to share that with you and not have you perish to the abyss. So, shame on me. <laughs>
All right. Hey, I love you guys. Let's get it. Have a great day.